Welcome back to the Christian Millennial Podcast. This is episode three. Thank you for joining us once again. And I really hope that these uh, this podcast is something that helps people and is something you can go to to find scriptural truth. That is our end goal always. Today we are talking about the subject of grace and we are... Our goal is to look at grace at the foundations and kind of figure out the the meaning and what it really what the Bible really says about how grace functions and how we should use grace in our lives. Uh, so I'm really excited for this episode. Uh, so let's get right into it. Uh, fundamentally, if we are going to talk about grace, we have to talk about what the definition of grace is. So in regards to, this is from Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, in regards to Christian belief, it is the belief that the unmerited, free and unmerited favor of God as, a manis- as manifested in the salvation of sinners and the bestowal of blessings. Very easy there. That's a relatively simple concept, sounding at least. Right there is, um, it's not doesn't sound complicated. I think that a lot of us make it overcomplicated when it doesn't need to be, um, because that's pretty straightforward. Um, it and honestly, this is kind of like the last three episodes. If you've been listening, have been on some facet of salvation. We talked about um, being set apart from the world. And a lot of that had to do with salvation. And then we talked about the gospel and why we, how to communicate that effectively and simplify that in a way that is something that people will listen to. And so now we're talking about grace and it kind of bookends the, this little, I would say this little series on salvation and it really in the end is Kind of, uh, a, a, like I said, a good book and a good ending place to be on. And then we could move on to other stuff. Uh, I think I'm going to, I have some stuff in the works, uh, some topics and stuff. But remember, before we get into this, if you have a topic or question that you would like to ask and us to cover, please email us at christianmillennial.show at gmail.com. Alrighty. So, let's get right into it. We already know, we've established that according to the dictionary in Christian belief, it is the free and unmerited favor of God as manifested in the salvation of sinners and the bestowal of blessings. And so you know how much I love scripture. So we're going to go right into scripture with that. We're going to Ephesians 2, 8. That says, for by grace, you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. So God is, has regulated unmerited favor or grace to us. That is his plan is the, uh, is that grace, right? So when we're talking about grace, when we're looking at that stuff, then we know that from this God has orchestrated grace and salvation, right? 
And in bestowing the, the language there, I believe really communicates a, a gift, right? It is a gift of God. And it says so in the end of that scripture, right? All of the language surrounding grace is that God has freely given it to us, that we haven't earned it, but rather he saw fit to give us favor. And through that favor ultimately ends in salvation for us, for the sinner, right? So grace is a gift. And then we're going to go uh, into Romans 6.14. Ooh, you hear that Bible flip, that page turning. For sin shall not be the master over you. For you are not under law, but under grace. So we, as the beneficiary of grace, means that through that salvation and grace that God has bestowed upon us, we are no longer under the power of sin or under the law, right? Because it's a tricky subject that people, but let's... Let's let's go real simple with it. Jesus came not to destroy the law. He says not to destroy the law, but to fulfill the law. Therefore, being the way to fulfill the law correctly through salvation. That was that was the whole point. Like the law shows us that we are in need of salvation. Jesus is that salvation that we are in need of. Let's just well, we might get into that a little later on. In a different episode, but let's keep it right there for now, uh, just so we're all on the same page. And then we're going to read Romans 11, verses 5 and 6. 5 and 6, 11, 5 and 6. In the same way, then, there has also come to be at the present time a remnant according to God's gracious choice. But it is by but if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. So there we have kind of a framework for what God's intent on grace is, right? We know that grace, through grace, we are uh, He's fulfilled the law and we can live out the law effectively. Uh, and we also see, that uh, it's not our own works. We covered that last time too. It's not our own works that give us grace, but by very definition, it is unmerited favor. It is not earned. So we can look, we, that's, that's where grace is. It is a gift that we are given. And sin no longer has power over you due to grace and as chosen by grace, no longer are you bound to work. Uh, no longer uh, a lot of now there are different thoughts on this, on this topic of works, right? Uh, we know that some people believe that that's how you get into heaven. That is a, a typical Jehovah's witness uh, uh, mindset. It appears in other places. Uh, I'm not getting into theology and debating theology with other uh, 
other belief systems at, on this episode. This is about grace. But I come across that a lot. And then I'm thinking, uh, well, there is the concept of sanctification, which is working out your salvation. So how do we reconcile those two ideals where it's not works-based because we can't earn our way into heaven, plain and simple. We have to go through Jesus, but also working out and being sanctified through working out our salvation and, and works could very well be referencing, uh, that, I mean, salvation is there for free. Yes, but you, you can just sit there, but you can also, you also have the choice to, to, uh, dig in and, and into salvation and into God and, and become, uh, more and more Christ-like, which we talked about in the first episode of being not of the world, even though we're in the world, right? So you have that option. So how do you reconcile those two things? I thought about it for a long time. It's a question that, that plagued me for a long time. Well, if it's not works-based, then uh, I don't have to do that. But also other in, in another part of the Bible, it says that faith without works is dead. So I can have faith. And it's not works-based, but faith without works is dead. So it must mean that there's a balance between the two, right? So I have faith and I'm saved. I didn't earn salvation, but through my faith and walking out this life with with being a redeemed son of God, that is is where the faith with works is is something that is actually beneficial, right? So I, I think that's a good... That's a good uh, thing to have in your mind, especially as a young Christian, uh, because there are you are going to encounter a lot of different ideals, right? And I used to bug me, especially when I first got saved, uh, that I would encounter a lot of people, older, newer Christians, that had very different ideals on things. And I would think, well, how do I know? what is true and what I want, what it's not. And sometimes I'll be honest, especially when I was a young Christian, it would create divides in relationships with me and other Christians because we wouldn't see eye to eye. And then I was in a, a nine month uh, Christian internship uh, that was ran by uh, Foursquare at the time uh, called true North. Uh, it was a great program. Uh, it, it, it literally, it, it gave me the opportunity to grow rapidly, especially as a, a pretty new believer at that point. It gave me a place to really just focus in on, on the, on the Lord and start to develop and, and grow in the Lord. So I'm extremely grateful, but there were people that I did not see the same thing, uh, in the scriptures that they saw. We, we had different views on things, but we're still uh, walking out this thing called life together. So I can't just ignore them. I'm, I'm living with these people. And I think to myself, well, how do I, how do we continue as the body of Christ, even though we have different opinions and what do I do there? And uh, one of the instructor, uh, instructors, the director, uh, he gave us this quote and that, that quote was from a German Lutheran theologian named Rupertus 
Dinius. Sorry if I butchered that. But in essence, the quote is in in essentials, unity, in non-essentials, liberty, in all things, charity, right? And what that, that saying is in the foundational, essential things to the, to, the, to the word of God, we have to come to an agreement in unity, right? For the essential things, Jesus is the Messiah, essential that you believe that in Christian faith. Uh, there are other essential things. We need to have unity in those things because we are a the body of Christ. We are all in this together. We are the bride of Christ. So we have to have unity in the essential things. In non-essentials, there is liberty. You can make up your own mind. And if you disagree with somebody on a non-essential uh, item, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't make either one of you more or less Christian. Uh, because we have that freedom. There are things that we are not going to agree with. But in all things charity, charity meaning love, so if we want to walk in this properly, it is important to always have that mindset of in in the essentials, let's come together. In the non-essentials, it's okay to have your own opinions, even if they differ from somebody else's. And then in all things, let's show love to the other per- people that are walking out, out their Christian lives with us, right? Because it it can oftentimes seem like your Christianity is solely you alone solo, but that's not what the Bible says. It says we are the body of Christ. We are the bride of Christ. So we have to be able to walk out these things with other people, which is exactly why I I say it doesn't matter if you're Baptist. It doesn't matter if you're Methodist, Pentecostal. It doesn't matter those things as long as we agree on the essentials. That is where we can, we can, uh, we can debate the 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 minute differences between those and and still go walk away knowing that in the essentials we agree and that we are all part of the body of Christ right because there's no real growth in arguing and fighting about those things because in the end we all love Jesus we all recognize Jesus as our lord and savior and love God and want to follow his ways and that should be good enough for us to live this life out, right? And and then take those other things and just talk about them and and just uh, have a rational, healthy discussion, right? It's very easy to look at another denomination that you're not a part of and judge it harshly and say, oh, those guys are wrong. Um, but that's not very fair because they're still, that's kind of putting them on this like uh, opposite side. And it Viewing them as wrong and judging their their doctrine, uh, yes, you should take a a eye and put it towards the Bible and and always do that. But uh, attacking somebody because they're they might have a different denominational belief than you uh, does not advance the kingdom, right? Because in the end, we're all in the same boat, right? So um, there's a little there's a little. Side note there for you, I guess. <laughs> so back to back to grace. Let's let's. Um, I think that we we can we can do these things. We're uh, we have uh, thank God that He has seen fit to give us uh, favor, right? And and I was as I was preparing for this episode. Um, because I usually, uh, just a peek behind the scenes, I spend the week kind of like 
combing through scripture and, and finding the ones that I want to use in the episode and then writing my notes around those and, and kind of getting, uh, praying about it, getting revelation from God of, of what he wants me to share on those. And to be honest, I wrote this, um, I, I, it was this week is Thanksgiving. I was kind of busy. Uh, so I wrote it on, on, on Friday, I did the bulk of my study and Saturday, I kind of cleaned it up, but I still felt like when I got done that there was something missing in there. Um, and, and what I think that God, God was showing me in these things is that, uh, this is grace is the catalyst for the work of salvation. God's grace is given freely and God's And and God having grace on us, grace being an un, unmerited favor prompts the work of the cross, right? Sorry, I had to look at my notes. So God's, God is, is, grace is the catalyst for the work of the cross in this, that grace is an unmerited favor towards us, right? We've established that. Uh, and in the, in there it says, as manifested in the salvation of sinners. So the act of salvation was in, in itself an act of grace that God had on us. So grace is first God's grace is there. And because he has grace on us, it prompted the work of the cross, Jesus coming and dying, right? Because of the work of the cross, then we find that we have a key to salvation. And when we live in salvation, we find the other part of that, uh, that it's the unmerited favor that as manifested in the salvation of sinners and the bestowal of blessings. So when we walk in the grace of salvation, then we see the blessing, right? Now, I also have heard this, um, a, a mindset that is, oh, there's grace, there's grace upon grace. And so uh, it's very easy to, to take that, I concept of God's grace and twist it to where we use it as an excuse for our behavior and an excuse to keep on living in, in sin where we use grace. And I'm, I mean, come on, I'm even guilty of that at some points where I, I ignore the things I should be um, dealing with and, oh, there's grace. And then I, I get caught up. And I think everybody does that. We get, it's very easy to get caught up in this cycle of sin, repent, sin, repent. Um, but then we're not really repenting if we keep going back to that sin, are we? Because repentance is turning away from those things. And, and that's hard. That's, that's the hard part. And that really relies on us trusting that God's grace is sufficient. God's, Jesus's sacrifice is sufficient to help us out. Uh, his mercies are new every morning, right? Uh, so let's not, let's not, let's, let's not do that. Let's not, not use grace as an excuse, but there is abundant grace for us. And I think that means in this context is grace started is the reasoning behind a salvation plan. And when we walk in that salvation, we see that the other side of grace comes out and we start receiving blessings, Right. We start seeing God's favor towards us and blessing, uh, blessing shows up in different forms throughout the Bible. Right. So, so I, I had to kind of go into a concordance and look up the kind of blessing that I, that is 
what we're talking about, the a blessing bestowed onto us. Uh, the Hebrew there is Barah, Baraka. I'm so sorry. I'm not a Hebrew scholar. If I mispronounce it, I'm trying. I got phonetics, but I'm not too good at saying Hebrew, right? Um, that is a blessing, right? An implication of prosperity. Now, if we take the root word of that, it's Barak. Uh, it's more Barak, I guess you would say, which is blessings, which is to praise or an act of adoration, right? So God loved us to give us grace. Through grace, we have salvation. And when we walk out salvation, he gives us blessings. Blessings, if you really break it down, is God's adoration for us uh, implies a, a, a giving out of prosperity, of giving us something, right? Uh, blessing us. So blessings are bestowed on the faithful. Faithfulness is possible to the uh, faithfulness is possible for the believer. Belief is part of faith. Faith without works is dead. So grace doesn't negate works. Rather, it empowers us to persevere and partner faith and works together, walking out salvation into sanctification. That is, <laughs> that was from my notes, right? That's, that's what I think if we really break down grace in its full function, working out, that is what I would say is, is blessings are bestowed onto the faithful. Faithfulness is possible to the believer. Belief is part faith and faith without works is dead. So grace doesn't negate works. Like we talked about earlier, rather it empowers us to marry those two things together, faith and works bringing our faith to life and thus empowering us to work our, our, so, uh, uh, our, not work out our salvation, but like work in the salvation and grow in, in the process of sanctification, which is becoming more and more like Jesus, like being sanctified through the blood of Christ, right? Which is a journey that we're all on together. Once we get saved, we, we start on this journey of, of being sanctified by the blood, right? So God, I, th I, that is how I would describe grace in action, right? If I had to, and the thing about this grace, this topic of grace that I am, this isn't by no means a full fledged, uh, dive into every aspect of what grace is and how grace works, right? This is preliminary, preliminary, uh, uh, research. So we might come back and to this kind of topic again and, and look at, at other, other meanings of, of, and examples of grace in the Bible. That's totally possible, right? Because I am by no means claiming that these notes in this podcast is going to tell you everything. What my goal there is being, let's get the basics down. Let's, let's look at the Bible and, and get at least a, a starting understanding of God's grace for us, Right. Because with blessings being bestowed, once salvation is obtained, 
and maintained, blessings are given out, right? In Psalm 119.56, it says this. In the ESV, it reads, this blessing has fallen to me that I have kept your precepts, right? Which I think is, to me, it it very clearly is like, oh, okay, so we're blessed because we've kept God's word, which is evidence that we have salvation, but we also have a duty in that salvation to, to uh, go on that journey of sanctification, working it. Uh, and using that that salvation to grow in the Lord, and and uh, get a deeper revelation of who God is for us, and and loving the Lord and all that, which is the end goal anyway, right? Salvation is getting into relationship with with Jesus and having Him change your life, which we talked about last episode in the simple gospel of things, right? So grace is. Uh, is is circular in that way, right? It's like grace, grace has like this, which I think just talks to the uh, glory of God is that His grace abounds in a way that is is just this narrative of love, which all of the Bible is just a big narrative of love if we look at it in the right context, in the right lens, right? It's just a love story of God wanting us to be closer to him. So even in the, in the design of, of his grace that he, he just decided to give us, he weaved in this, this, uh, chain of effects, uh, this, uh, thing that, that works itself out. And Hey, this grace is the, is the thing that starts the salvation. And then in that salvation, you find blessing because you keep his law and you're empowered to keep the law because Jesus came to fulfill the law and you don't have to struggle in vain and toil and sacrifice a goat because you messed up or sacrifice something else for your family at the end of the year. So you can be atoned no more throwing goats off of cliffs uh, and running them out of town for for the for the sins of the of the nation no we don't have to do that rather god was the perfect sacrifice the perfect lamb he hit god's grace and love was that so that he would come down and do that for us and then we giving us the opportunity to live this life with blessing and and favor from a god who who loves us which is awesome that's so awesome uh, it's, it's just, it's crazy. Cause every time that, <laughs> that I do an episode and I mean, let's, I get as much out of it as I think that the, that you guys that are listening get out of it and that God reveals something crazy and new to me that I had never seen before. Um, and that, and this is that, that circular motion of grace that I think, uh, is is present when you look at it and you really break it down and it's just it amazes me that that first of all that uh that I have the opportunity to to live out this uh this faith of mine and that it would lead me to a place where now I'm I'm getting to share those things with people who who listen to this podcast uh it's just crazy how much God just 
loves and uses things like that to affect his kingdom on the earth. It's, it's just, it's amazing to me, the God that we serve. It's amazing to me. Um, cause let's face it. The, the sheer fact that grace begins with, with a showing of favor that we didn't earn is not something that you see in today's culture. And so this is how I'll tie this in, because this this podcast is to help you navigate the culture of this world, right? Well, today's today's culture doesn't tell you that you can earn favor by doing nothing. No one just gives you favor for nothing in this life, especially uh, to my people that are listening. The American dream is not handed to you. When you hear like, oh, I'm, I'm going after, we all want the American dream. The American dream in and of itself is labor and toil, which is, which is not to say that work is bad because a man who doesn't work doesn't eat. That's in the Bible. Pay a man what he's worth. Like work is expected, but we still have this broken idea of, of how life works, right? Our, cause let's face it. We're not living in a, in a Christian society or culture most of the time. Um, and, and the term Christian society, right? People say, Oh, you know, well, we have in God, we trust on the bills. And, uh, yes, most laws are at least influenced in some part by Judeo Christian belief systems, but in the day to day running of things, it's not like we are, a, a nation that is is focused on God, right? That's just that's just not not realistic to believe that. I, would would I love to see that? Absolutely. I pray that that leaders of all nations and stuff would would recognize that Jesus saves, right? And and that they would get the gospel to them, uh, however that may be. Because uh, at the end of the day, regardless of their position, they are they are human beings that deserve a chance to to live for God and and get saved and be presented with the gospel right they're they're no different than anybody else so I, I do wish that but if we're talking about culture we don't live in a Christian society we don't and uh, so we have to know that hey this is not how that works well this is different uh, it it's a it's a broken thing to bring our perception of society and reality into the relationship with God because he's different. He's vastly different. And uh, it's very easy to bring the views that you have of the world into that. But rather, let's focus on, let's have a, a biblical worldview where we put the world up to the lens of the Bible and then we ad- we adjust ourselves according to what the scripture has to say because that's how we even tying into the first episode that that is really how you start to see how to live not of the world but even though we're in the world is we have to put this world and our our world view up next to the bible and adjust it according to what the scripture has to say and it does make you act differently than what would be the norm because we don't see grace all that much in the world that we live in. We don't see that being played out where 
someone has mercy and favor on us, even if we didn't do anything because the, the society we live in is transactional. You give me this. I give you that very simple, very down to the earth. Very, uh, very just plain. It's transactional, but God doesn't, doesn't do transactions. God just gives because he's a good father. He's a good, a good God. He's good to us. And when we live in him, he bestows blessings. You don't earn those blessings. He gives you those because you have gone into salvation and you've, you've done what was necessary. You, you started believing you, uh, accepted Lord Jesus as your Lord and you turned away from your wicked ways and you started living for him. And because you accepted the grace given and the, and the salvation given and walked in that he starts to bestow blessing. It's not really, there's no transaction because you didn't give him anything. You gave him, you gave up your sin to him for, for him. You, you gave up the bad things that were holding you back for him he doesn't get anything out of the transaction except for your love, but you get freedom and mercy and grace and the ability to um, be saved and not be tormented in, for eternity and cast away from him for eternity. So we talked a little about that last last episode and about the gospel is uh, the the idea of salvation is utterly backwards from anything that we understand in our everyday uh, day-to-day operation. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it doesn't follow a logical pattern. And even the idea of grace we talked about doesn't follow a logical pattern. It doesn't make sense that someone would, first of all, that it starts out with grace. We didn't earn something. We didn't earn something. We didn't, we didn't do anything for is the very first step. So it's, it, it already is breaking our, our normal view of things. And then it just keeps going. It keeps going of like, Hey, and then there is salvation. And now there's blessing just because God showed favor to the world and, and made a way it it's, it's awesome. It's indescribable. And it just makes you glad. And it puts God in a light that I think he doesn't get very often. Most people view God as some angry, old man in the sky. But when you really break down the, the foundational things of, of the, of scripture, you start to see that, that God loved us forever. He's always loved us. It's, it's never been about, um, anything other than he loves us and wants us to be a family again. And, and that's where I think this, this, uh, belief is, is so awesome. And so different than anything else is, is that right there is that it starts with love to ends with love. So that is the, uh, foundational episode about grace. I really hope you enjoyed listening and I hope that you found something that you can take away from this episode and apply it to your life and, and, and become deeper in your relationship with God. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm Michael Matthews. I'm the host of this here uh, podcast. Uh, We really do appreciate you listeners and please 
Once again, if you have a topic or question you would like us to cover or address, please email us at christianmillennial.show at gmail.com. Uh, we will respond if it's good enough to go in or you want us to, we can respond to those on an episode or if they are broad enough, we might even make an entire episode dedicated to them. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And remember, I love you. God loves you. Good night.